Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Pit Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. I'm going to two of the big program as we get underway. This portion of our show brought to you in part by our friends at Combined Insurance and Agent Rodney Fleckinger for Race Day Supplemental Insurance. Call our friends at Combined Insurance, 515-408-9296, or find out more information online at combinedinsurance.com. All right, uh, again, big hour on tap for you. We've got Mark Peroni, we've got uh, Jeffrey Carver Jr., and Kyle Redman. Uh, but before we go to our first guest in hour number two, let's go to uh, P.J. Duran for breaking news. P.J.? Uh, another recap of Bruneau, our most recent World Superbike race from the Czech Republic. Uh, race one, situation normal. Mr. Johnny Ray was at the front. Race two, not so normal. The Yamahas found something extra, and they were first and second. The uh, Peta Factory Yamaha team of uh, Alex Lowe's and Michael Vandermark. That was the big news, and Mr. Ray crashed out. Also, this past weekend, we'd be remiss if we didn't tell you, they unveiled the Nikki Hayden statue in Owensboro. Big deal. Massive crowd. Looks the, amazing. Uh, amazing deal. Um, some really uh, interesting words from uh, some of the Haydens about that. Um, Can you describe it? Yeah, it is It is literally a recreation of the famous picture of Nikki Hayden winning the 2006 um, world title. That was the year he won the title, but it's the photo of uh, Nikki going down the straightaway or, uh, with the flag over his arm, standing on the pegs. It's a beautiful statue, all in uh, bronze, I believe, but they have a real American flag uh, on oh, cool. the statue, so it's a red, white, and blue flag off of the statue of Nikki, uh, very emotionally uh, taking the checkers in the win for uh, at Laguna. I think that was that picture, and uh, it was a. Uh, it's an amazing deal. The the turnout, the pictures I've seen were incredible, and it's going to be a mecca for race fans all over the United States and internationally. People are going to travel to the Owensboro just area to it, just to see it because it's an amazing. Uh, it is an amazing statue. Breaking news continues. We go to Roman Avila. Roman. So we've already touched on this a little bit, but uh, you know the Thomas Covington deal. He's coming back. He's going to be racing. And what's funny is, and we didn't mention this earlier, but his dad is uh, works for uh, Monster Energy, and he'll be riding for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team. <laughs> Still, um, we're going to have a couple riders be coming back soon. Jimmy Dakota's will be back. He's already been back on the bike riding. Uh, I'm guessing with the. Uh, Justin Bogle situation and Phil Nicoletti. Justin must be very close to coming back on the bike. Um, so, you know, and then uh, in the GNCC Pro guys, you know, uh, Russell won it. 
Bollinger was close, and Thad Duvall is third. So um, a lot of racing this last weekend all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Russell. Well, how are you going to be kidding? Anyway, okay, let's uh, let's go to our first guest, hour number two. Uh, he recently won the 2018 Last Dog Standing Race. He joins us now, Kyle Redmond. Kyle, how are you? How's it going? I'm great. Did you learn anything there in our breaking news? <laughs> yeah, I, I did, actually. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you could fill me in later off air. <laughs> anyway, welcome, man. How are you? Uh, yeah, doing good. Just, uh... About to eat some dinner and hanging out, hanging out with the girlfriend. Cool. And and how long have you guys been dating? Uh, I don't know, like nine months, something like that. Oh, huh. so the nice. don't ask those questions, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know uh, you don't want to give the wrong nah, answer. You right. don't want to get in trouble for no. the wrong answer. <laughs> no, not before dinner. All right, let's go to PJ. Starting us off here, PJ. There was a wrist injury. I know uh, that. Um, that Kyle's been working through, and those are, you know, you don't ever want to mess with wrist injuries, and I think your own Tony not when you're Not when you're racing a motorcycle. It's kind of a crucial component of controlling any motorcycle uh, in any form. What what can you tell us about yeah. the last, last dog standing race, uh, Kyle? It's a... Uh, I, I will plead. I'm, it's not a race. I've definitely heard of it, but I don't know much about the race. What uh, Can you give us a recap on what the event's all about? Yeah, so it's been going on for... Uh, six maybe years. It's been going on for a while. So it's uh, it's at Glen Helen. Everybody knows where that is. So they basically take you out into the to the mountains surrounding Glen Helen and put you through some pretty tough trails and man-made obstacles. They have a pretty cool-looking tire mountain. I'm sure you guys have seen the photos. You gotta like lift your bike up and all that. So yeah, it's a it's a fun event. You know, it's all day long. It's hot. You know, I think it was like over 90 out there. So. So this is a la Erzberg. I mean, I'm envisioning something like Erzberg, which I'm a little more familiar with. Yeah, it's similar, similar to Erzberg. In concept. Not, not as, yeah, in concept. It's not as like, like big of mountains or anything, but they had a pretty long rock pile and, and stuff, just like Carl's Diner, you know, a, little, a lot shorter, but, you know, similar, similar. similar style. So it's considered an extreme endurale. I think that's the, the name for them. So. And is it part of an existing race series, or is this a standalone single event, uh, you know, winner-take-all type of event? It's a, it's a qualifier for the the uh, TKO. So there's a, there's a few events leading the up. The Tennessee Knockout. Yeah, and it's for people to qualify into there and then, you know, get to race TKO. So. Well, and... and Kyle, this is kind of up in your wheelhouse anyway with the Endurocross and, and everything else, right? I mean, this is kind of yeah. what you do anyway. Yeah, this is like my favorite kind of thing to do, honestly. I mean, I've, I I won the first race that they had there. So, like, I've, you know, I've done almost every one. I think I missed two years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was right at home. It's, it's literally an hour from my house. So, it's, <laughs> it's a lot like what I have to ride on to be honest how was the ten thousand dollar purse uh, split up uh i i don't know i got i got four grand for the win so that's okay. all now i don't know that, what that hey that's good that's all that matters right top I, five yeah oh they did pay out <laughs> the top top, top five. five nice okay yeah um so, if, if four guys finished two laps though so this uh <laughs> 
This Unless that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> Only four guys finished two laps. Yeah. In other words, four guys on the lead lap. Everybody else not on the lead lap. Yeah, basically. There's two laps, so it was uh it was about a I don't know, about a three hour race, I think. So it was, it was pretty long. It's almost like a hair scramble around with, here. With with special tests though also. Yeah. Or is that what you were saying, Kyle? There were special tests through the day? Um, well no, there was just there was three different races though. There was a, a prologue which was fifteen minutes and then there was a a longer race which was about an hour or I don't know, maybe sixty minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was pretty difficult but it wasn't super hard. And then they threw everything they had at us for the final and you had to do two laps. So it was like I said, it was like over an hour a lap and Oh my gosh. They had a Glen Helen, so it was tough. <laughs> How rough was the uh, three hundred foot uh, rock trough? Yeah, that was, that was pretty. That was pretty interesting. I mean, it. I don't know. I I loved it. I mean, I like that section. So I, I had fun every time, and I think, uh, yeah, a lot of people broke some stuff in there. So bikes and levers and whatnot. But it was cool. I think that's a perfect thing to have because people can see it. It was you know down by the track, so it was, it was accessible and. I think it was bitching. When when you have, uh, and, and I would call this a difficulty, um, that rock drop, what is, is there is there a rule about maintaining contact with your bike or, or just uh, get through there as best you can? You just got to get through there. I mean, you can't leave. You, can't, you know, you got to stay in the rocks. And it's, uh, it's hard to stay in the rocks, honestly, because there's like, there's ribbons on the side and there's a lot of <laughs> people, I think, breaking through the ribbons and it's like, a few times I just up like really close to the edge, you know, because it's like sometimes the that's a fast line. That's the only line you can use. Yeah, but you got to be really careful to stay on the track or else they DQ you. Yeah. Well, these rocks aren't small either. No, they're <laughs> they're boulders. <laughs> they're boulders. Yeah, they're calling huge. them rocks is rocks is a bit of a misnomer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking there's, at some of the pretty good line through there pictures but, and you know, there's always a guy in there or something. So stuck. Got to then go through the big holes. Corey Grafunder, I understand, got stuck in a man-made mud hole. Did, mm-hmm. you, did you did you pass him, or did he? Did you see him at all? So Corey actually, he's crashed on a teeter totter yeah. in, yeah. in the prologue. So he was he was leading. I, I was second, and man, he was going fast. He was running away with it, honestly, and he just had a a stupid crash and and I'm hurt s- his ankle pretty bad. Yeah, it, it's he broke it. I mean. Yeah, and you know that, but I've watched this video of him hitting this teeter totter. I don't understand it. He's a pro guy. Why is he going so fast? I mean, he was riding. He wanted to win. You know, I mean, he was going great. He was seeing the red mist, as they uh, say. He was just a little out of the safe zone into yeah, the race zone. I think he was pushing it a little bit harder than maybe he he absolutely needed to, and. Old lady luck that's, caught that's, him. That's why they wave the checker flag at the end, not in the middle. <laughs> oh, man, I keep watching this video, and it's, oh, it gets me every time. So yeah, yeah, it. no, it's not good. Um, but. Yeah, so let's talk about, this is only your second race back for the season. Yeah. Um, we will be coming up on Endurocross. What are the, what's going up? What's going on for you 
up until that time or you got some more races on on hand or, or are we now just yeah. going to start prepping for enduro cross well there's a red bull event next weekend so it's the 23rd uh, i'm going to do that one that's uh up in canada so i won i won that one last year so i gotta go back and try to do it again you always got to defend that, that title right yeah Red Bull. When I hear Red Bull, I assume there's some good money on the line and makes it worth the trip. Uh, Canada. I mean, <laughs> they're, just, they're gonna give you Canadian. They're gonna give you loonies. They call them toonies when you yeah. get two. Every every Canadian I know complains about their exchange rate, so I guess I can too. Well, we have a <laughs> we have a surprise caller on line three. Let's go to Justin uh, Trudeau. Justin, no, no, we don't have no, no. Canadian Prime Minister. Uh, he's been on the. He's been on the news enough. So it all finished like this. Kyle Redmond finished with a 3-1. Tristan Hart, a 2-2. Taylor Robert, a 1-3. And then it's all downhill from there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just the attrition was unbelievable. That's crazy. That was close. I mean, it's good racing. I think, well, obviously, the, the talent was pretty big there. Yeah, and, the, and this track is just, I mean, it's. Gnarly is the word. Yeah, gnarly is the word. Do you have, do you have a race? Do you race on a on a big team, Kyle? Or are you? Uh, as, would you call yourself a solo effort? No, I, I ride for SRT. SRT, nice. Yeah. Now the, the big team. Yeah, and it has uh, Tristan on there and Corey Grafunder and a bunch of guys all over the place, the East Coast. And I'm sure you know. We're going to try to get Corey on for next week's show to try to get a medical update as long as we can get clearance. So that would be that would be fun, fun for sure. How how old are you now? Uh, I'm turning thirty on Thursday. Thirty oh, this Thursday. Happy birthday! Yeah, a couple of days early. Um, and how long have you been racing? And and how did you start? What type of racing when you started? Uh, I've been racing since I was eighteen. My, I got my my first race was a desert race. I mean, it was just California stuff, you know, but I did a few of those and I hated them and then actually got the opportunity to go to Erzberg just like right real quick, right off the bat, you know, and that was kind of what started my whole like, career in racing. I mean, it just kind of happened I and mean, I just kept doing it from there and getting better and better and met the right people, you know, I, I lived near Kirk Caselli, so that really helped me. You know, he, he taught me a lot and all that. So, yeah, I, just, I think I just kept going with it. Well, what What do you think about Erzberg? Uh, I like it. I mean, it's a, it's a cool race. It's, that, a, it's like the biggest race you can do it's, as an off-roader, besides, you know, like six days and stuff. But It's so tough. Yeah, it's uh, it, it literally does separate the... The cream and the the wheat from the chaff, yeah. if you will. It's you do yeah. not, you don't just get to show up there. No, and, you uh, don't show up there. Dog paddle, and I'll, I'll get through this. And it's a legit challenge for anyone who takes the line. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I've done it. I think I'm fifty fifty for finishes, so you know. And you're really good at this. Yeah, if it doesn't go well. You're you go a long ways for nothing. By the way, one of my favorite picks of you um, from the weekend, going through the um, uh, the infamous tire bridge. 
<laughs> I'd get it. I would honestly. I would have got hung up in there. Forgot our way to break an arm, separate a shoulder, something like <laughs> dislocate that. your hip. Yeah, that it's like you just get beat up through there. Just, right? They're just taking punches, you know. On the way in that tire mountain, everybody Did you see is the size of those tires. Yeah, they're just getting. Everybody is like held up in there. They're stuck. Bike stuck. Guys are helping other guys. Yeah. Just, How many times do you do you end up just using a, another human or their machine as traction? Because I got to think this is the event where that happens. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it was all so the three of us came to it together, Taylor, Tristan, and me. So we were kind of close to each other, and me and Tristan kind of got tangled up in them. So I mean, it wasn't using each other for traction, but there's not that many lines up it that are good enough to take. No. So, we're all fighting for it and yelling at each other and whatnot. <laughs> how did you... Get out of my way. I don't even know how many hill climbs there were. Was it two or three? Oh, there was a ton of hill climbs. Yeah. The stuff in the back where it was all new was the hardest part, and it was like... I don't even... I don't know how to explain it. It was like Little Canyon. Right. With huge hills. You know, like really steep. And it was just built. Yeah, that, silty. That is what was the hardest part. Yeah, it, I'm. Heard. I'm actually rewatching some of this, uh, some of the race, and you're going up the, the hillside there, and it just all you can see is the silt dust coming up. Yeah. So it's a it's a pin it pin it at the bottom and hope you had enough momentum to make the top. Yeah, just get as far as you can, and then you just think, and then you start pushing your bike from there. So oh, man. That's how I kind of broke away from Taylor. And that's a long day of riding when you get to do that for a few hours. So, so I've got, I'm going to out myself right now. So, is it two weeks ago now almost? I went and rode my first hair scramble out in Logan. Mm -hmm. And I'm a motocross guy and, and I'm an older, I'll be 43 next month. But I'm not a really good off road racer at all. And I, I picked the, Worst one to go to because it was an uphill, downhill, mm -hmm. uphill, downhill, tight trees, and I bounced off a few of them, and I missed a couple, uh, the trail, and jumped off track into some down trees and stuff on my YZ two fifty two stroke, and yeah, you can get stuck there for a while. Yeah, well, that that did happen to me, so I did, and here's the kicker: I did three quarters of a lap, and I called it. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, peace out. I'm good. I'm good. I hit three trees solid. I went and jumped off the track twice and landed into a bunch of dead wood and thought, oh, my God. This is I'm not so, for me. I'm so yeah, lucky no. that I didn't roll halfway down the hill, and I was so gassed. I'm thinking, where's my brake? I need a brake. Yeah. 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 No. No brakes for you. Yeah, you gotta. You you probably just no. live on a bicycle, don't you, Kyle? When you're not actively riding, or is that not your training regimen? Uh, well, I don't know. I do it as much as I can. Lately, I haven't been doing much, but wrist. Oh well, yeah, I just I, I got. I've been working with uh, Dirt Bike Magazine lately, so that's been kind of my main focus for the last couple weeks, but kind of learning the ropes and all that but uh yeah the wrist kind of just in the back of my mind it was just kind of like eh, i don't really need to be riding right now beating it up too much trying to let it heal yeah so That's... it's actually great right now so i'm i'm happy and i'm want to go full back into training now so so what are you gonna yeah, I was... 
I was tired in the race. Was just, yeah. yeah. What are you <laughs> doing tough. for Dirtback Magazine? What are you doing there? Just a little bit of everything, you know, mainly helping them with their website and trying to learn that side of it, and then I'll move on to other stuff. Cool. Later. I've, I've been working with Tom Webb a lot, so. So, like, Local. test writer, and uh, you'll be an editor, or if not an editor, a contributor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be writing your own articles? That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. I'm, I'm enjoying the new challenge. It's one way to control the media when you are the media. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, well, here we are. But, but, <laughs> but and Kyle, you know this. Most dirt bike enthusiasts they want to hear from dirt bike racers or other riders or somebody that has raced and has some legit knowledge on the topic that they're trying to discuss or or provide tips or whatever it could be i don't just want some joe schmo telling me hey pin it through this corner here like this or you know i want to hear from a from a legit guy that's that has real experience with it yeah, I think it. I think it helps. I mean, it kind of validates the opinion a little bit. Sure, you've been through it and done it. So, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm happy. I'm excited. You know, it's perfect. I can. I can keep racing, and and they're they're super cool about that. They're giving me time to go to races and all that. So, and I'll be there covering them. So it's kind of going to work out for everybody. Awesome. Yeah, okay. I think we're all done with questions now, the question and answer portion of the show. It's been fun talking (laughs) to Kyle. (laughs) Kyle, uh, sponsors, who do you want to thank? I just want to thank my main main boss, uh, Craig Thompson with SRT. He's he's the coolest boss. I want to throw that out there. And uh, Husqvarna, you know, my bike was amazing this weekend. Um, FMS, Scott Goggles, Hammer Nutrition, that helped me through for sure. Having that stuff on the camel back, you know. Yeah, I'm just looking at a cam. You sitting on your bike, uh, Taylor standing next to you, and you've got your camel back on. So I was wondering what was in there, if it was water or what. (laughs) It was was hammer. I like to throw that heat stuff in there. It's the electrolyte drink. Okay. Gives you that a little extra sugar and electrolytes to keep going. A little buzz, just a little buzz. Maybe that's what I should (laughs) have done instead of just putting cold water in mine. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, might have helped me. Cramping is, is the worst part of those races. Like, once your body gets depleted and it's 90, whatever it was, like, you just, I just start cramping, you know? And it's, that's kind of what it's all about, fighting those cramps. Because once that happens, you're you're just not a good rider anymore. You know, it's like, you can't twist the throttle or use the clutch. And just, no, that's one of the other guys had that same problem. He's like, I just couldn't pull the clutch in anymore. Right? He goes, I had to quit because I couldn't pull the clutch in. I was done. Four he goes, my, my legs were cramped. and I don't, I've never had that, but, I mean, I can understand how that could happen to you. Kyle, thanks for taking the time to join us on the show, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Kyle. Hey, tell tell, tell uh, Taylor we said hey. And congrats on your win. Right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I went Kyle Redman, Tristan Hart, and Taylor Robert uh, from uh, 1, 2, and 3. And I tell you what, uh, very competitive. Uh, but go to uh, type in uh, Dirt Bike Magazine, Last Dog Standing, and I guarantee you, you're going to be amazed at some of the stuff these guys put themselves through voluntarily. Voluntarily. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick time out. More on the other side. This portion of our program brought to you by Wisecope Performance Products. 
carrying a full line of forged pistons, forged clutch baskets, clutch hubs, crankshafts, forged connecting rods, valves, and a lot more. It's just about anything you need for a motorcycle, an ATV, snowmobile, PWC, outboard marine, or automobile. One name, one solution, it's Wiseco. Look for them online at wiseco.com. Hey, this is Jake Holden. Watch out for the Jakeosaurus, number 59. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.